It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. It's time for the instant replay of an exciting yet disappointing finish for the San Jose Sharks in Edmonton. Tonight's attendance, 16,692 fans at Rogers Place. The final score, the Edmonton Oilers 5 and the San Jose Sharks 4. Whenever you play in your hometown, it's always very exciting. And it was no different tonight for Beaumont, Alberta's native Noah Gregor. That's about 30 miles away from downtown Edmonton. And he got the benefit of two great plays in the first period to help the Sharks get an early lead. And here's the first one, 2.42 in. Sharks to center. Pass on the left. Gadjevich the drive. Glove save made down low by Koskinen. Swept it off to his left. Good forecheck. Now it's thrown to the slot. Score! Shimelyevsky stole that puck in the corner and centered to Noah Gregor. And the Beaumont, Alberta native bangs it in. It's 1-0 San Jose. That was at 2.42 of the first period. Tremendous goal by Gregor, his seventh, assisted by Sasha Shimelyevsky, who had yet another strong game, Sasha's eighth of the season. 26 seconds later, they stayed on the ice, and Noah Gregor got another one. 1-0 one Sharks. Sasha Shimelyevsky gets the lone assist, seventh goal of the year for Noah Gregor. Here are the Sharks moving in. Gregor throws to the net, score! It's another goal for Noah Gregor. He put it off the defense, and it's past Koskinen. 2-0 Sharks. Everything was looking great at that point for San Jose. At 3.08, Gregor's second goal of the game, eighth of the season, was assisted by Thomas Bortolo, his fifth assist of the campaign. It was 2-0 San Jose at the end of one. The Sharks outshot the Oilers 17-6, and things were looking mighty good. But you know that Edmonton, if given opportunities, is going to come back. The Sharks had 17 more shots in the second period and kept the pressure on, but Miko Koskinen stopped 16 of those, and the Edmonton Oilers got the benefit of a power play at 9-17. When Ryan McLeod scored his ninth of the season, assisted by Kyler Yamamoto and by Evan Bouchard. And then it was tied 2-2 at 12.52 when Yamamoto reached the 20-goal mark. Leon Dreisaitl and Zach Hyman assisted on the play. That set things up for a Sharks power play when Evander Kane took a tripping call at 13.59. And the result, well, Scott Reedy gets in front of the net and things happen. 39 down the right side for the Sharks. Reedy took that drop from Couture, dumped it in deep. Bordalo steals behind the net from Fogel. And the Sharks set up. Burns shoots from the point. Save made. Rebound. Bortolo chips at it. Can't get it go to go. Couture knocked it down. Back to Burns. Shot. Score! Reedy caused the screen in front, and Burns kept the shot low. The Sharks score at 15.35 in the second to take the 3-2 lead. Great power play goal, and that was Reedy that was tipping it past goaltender Koskinen for his seventh goal of his young NHL season. Burns and Logan Couture got the assist. The Sharks went to the dressing room, leading 3-2 at the end of two. But Edmonton is a team that can score its way out of problems and do it again they would tonight. At 9.37 of the third period, 
Derek Ryan ended up getting credit for his 10th of the year. Tyson Berry got the only assist on a weird play that went off a double tip off two Sharks defensemen in front and into the net. That was the start of bad things to come from the hockey gods as at 10.40, one minute and three seconds later, San Jose would take the lead for just a moment. Face off at center now. Sharks have it. They've been playing a hard game tonight. They've been ahead. They sent it out in front. Benino shoots, star! Jumped into the zone. Logan Couture from the right corner sends to the slot and making absolutely no mistake, a perfect one-timer by Nick Benino puts the Sharks in front 4-3. <laughs> That was just a great goal, and that is our move of the game from S&M Moving. Quality in every move you make. Just a great job of forechecking by the Sharks. Nieto and Couture assisting. Logan Couture, two assists tonight. Yeah, Logan looks really good tonight. He was, had that one opportunity to, on, a, on a break, too, that maybe go five-hole. Couldn't get it done, but had, that, that line had a strong strong game and you talked about later on in the period later on the game how that line was always out there that's because Bob Bugner recognized they were they were dangerous the bench definitely shortened for the Sharks coaching staff near the end of the game and the Oilers kept pressing and wouldn't you know it a kid that has never scored a goal in the NHL forced overtime at 11:45 of the third Philip Broberg getting passes from Connor McDavid and yes Yarvi. but uh, if I'm Philip Broberg I'm going to be on the ice when McDavid is because that yeah. move that Connor McDavid made against ironically Thomas Bortolo yeah. was just a world-class maneuver and no chance whatsoever for Reimer or Bortolo for that matter protect the puck wait till you get pressure this was a Larry Robinson thing too Larry Robinson talked about this all the time with his defense but when they're going in for a puck wait till you get the guy the four checker on your hip and once you feel that pressure shake and bake the other way and this, that's what Connor did Connor waited for the pressure felt it went the other way nice little shake and bake to get him out and, uh, or as Todd McClellan used to always say, shimmy shake, kick it back, shot, net. A breakaway for Connor McDavid and a save, James Reimer. Twisting, turning, he's looking for Hurdle. He crisscrosses with Hurdle. Is he going to try to get him the this puck? Can't. Get in trouble. Here's trouble. Stolen away. Here comes McDavid. Breakaway for McDavid. Walking in, shoots. Save made by Reimer in overtime. Here you go. Well, I didn't want to forget that. Yeah. What an opportunity for the Oilers to win it as uh, McDavid has a breakaway and he's stopped by Reimer in overtime. Yeah, solid. Again, he's showing that James Reimer always seems to give his team a chance. And he gave him a huge chance with that one. As it turned out, it was going to be a learning experience for young Thomas Bordalo because he was on the ice for that play that tied the game. And then he would be on the ice for the winning play. He, Noah Gregor, and Brent Burns were out there at 137. A little cross-up for just a split second on defense. And a wide-open Zach Hyman won it for the Oilers. Nugent Hopkins poked it free. And the Oilers take over. Gregor Couture on the ice. Up front with Burns back. Couture is off. And now Bordalo was on the ice for the first time in a while. Here comes Nugent Hopkins coming in. Trouble. They score. Well, that's Zach Hyman in front of the net. Bordalo and Gregor on the ice. Hyman wide open as Gregor slid over. No chance for James Reimer. And the Edmonton Oilers win it by the score of 5-4 in overtime. The second overtime win for the Edmontonians against the Sharks in a row. And that concludes the season series as the Oilers win the game 5-4.
Uh, just a little cross-up on defense, yeah. and unfortunately, it was in the back of the net. Yeah, and Brent Burns was out there, and he and he and Noah Gregor got mixed up. And Brent, I thought, signaled a little late for Noah to take the man, but at the same time, I thought they were they were overpressured in that situation. You know what I mean? You didn't have to be. You didn't have to jump and make that play because where the puck was, it was on the far boards, and. Um, then both guys, well, all three guys got puck hypnotized, mesmerized by the puck, and that left the wide open Hyman in a nice pass and a nice finish. So Hyman's 27th from Nugent Hopkins and Kulak, the game winner at 137. I'd like to ask a somewhat rhetorical question sure. about that play. Okay. If I'm Brent Burns, I'm facing the play. Yeah. Noah Gregor really isn't facing the play. Why wouldn't you let him just go to the left and you come yeah, out in front of that yeah. and slide back? Yeah, I think it was, am, I, am I wrong? No, not at all. I thought I thought both guys didn't play that very well. I thought, as I said, they were over-aggressive on it. But that one, you could just kind of sit back because of where the puck was. You could just kind of play off of that a little bit, as much as I love pressure defense, play off of it a little bit and just let the, the puck carrier, who was at uh, Yamamoto at the time, made the pass. No, it, well, it was Nugent Hopkins and Kulak that okay. he assists. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So Nugent Hopkins has it. Just play back, and then you don't have to – you don't have to give up the middle of the ice. You should never give up the middle of the and ice. And the real sad thing is if you block that play in front, you're gone on you're a two-on-one. On and that, that's what yeah. really frustrated James Reimer, who made a bid to get his 20th win for the third time in his career. It's only been a few years now. He won 22 with the Florida Panthers when Bob Bugner was coaching there. Yeah. And he ends the uh, probably ends the season with 19. I got a feeling that it's going to be Capo Kakinen tomorrow. But... 20 or 19, yeah, we'd like to get to that 20 because it's a nice mark, but 19, I tell you what, James Reimer, well done this season. That's for sure. Final score, the Oilers 5 and the Sharks 4. That's it for our instant replay of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.